All right. Welcome back, Augmented Ones. Just Storm joined by DJ Brad, Jordan, and this is Augmented Naturally, episode 20, Megaminds. <laughs> I don't know. Mega mega puns are kind of get over getting overused this week, but I still got half them in, so. No, I was going to say, we can't stop now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, and so for this week, we're going to be going over a lot of the mega news and a lot of the mega complaints going on. <laughs> All thoughts that everyone's thinking when they think of Pokemon and raids, basically. Okay. The other things we're going on this going over this week are the spawn point change, the mega week, what it may consist of, because they didn't give us the information, they just like keeping it in the dark. So, no, not Niantic. They wouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> to an extent, but yeah, it happens. And the augmental idea this week is legendary influence and what it could mean for the Pokemon around a legendary raid that happens. Stay tuned. Augmented Naturally, episode 20, Megamind starts now. <laughs> okay, so let's go over with how has everyone's mega experience been so far? DJ Brad, anything? I'm, I'm, I'm sure people have had one. Have you done any or no? I'm trying to do trying to get to the quest line. I got to defeat one more rocket grunt oh, to okay. move on. But, it's just for Mega Beedrill, so yeah. Jordan, I know we got in on a few of them. Yep. You getting any more? Not really. No. Uh, anyone do a Mega Evolution yet? Well, never mind. I would be the only one that would be able to right now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. But I had the family up, so they kept me in the house for the, the time being. And then, so tomorrow I'll get out and get at it. I'm trying to at least yeah. get a couple done. I've been just trying to keep my online on and keep an eye on my phone as things are going on. I let the chats know that I'm available and willing to spend a remote raid pass if need be. Word. I actually need to check and see if I can, if I have a little coinage to buy a raid pass. Yeah, that I makes know. sense. So to go over it, we went over it in the previous video, but just to recap, when it comes to Mega Evolution, the initial one is at least 200 for the starters for the first Mega Evolution. Okay. And when that Mega Pokemon is evolved, it actually will buff the entire raid based off of the oh, type that that Pokemon is. So using Mega Beedrill right now is kind of like seeing Agron. It helps, okay. but it's not <laughs> helping that much because of those typed advantages and everything. It might help out when it comes to... If it has Drill Run... Now, wait. No, I believe it should be the type that the Pokemon is itself. So, Bug and Poison for Beedrill. Dragon Fire for the Mega Charizard X is probably the most prevalent right now. Because you probably. can take that up against the Venusaurs or against the... Any other raid or gym. But also up against the other Mega... Mega Venusaur... Mega Charizard X as well. Yeah. Okay. I know how to talk. Don't mind me. So the other part of it is when you do a raid, the faster you complete it, the more Mega Stones you get from it. You get Mega Stones from completing the raid within the time frame. 35 is the minimum for just completing the raid because there's a time limit there. Nice right. knockdown. Oh. <laughs> At my house. Tuning in. <laughs> he knows our podcast is a hoot, so. Yep. The max you can get is 50 mega stones, and that'll be completed if you complete the raid in under a minute. Which, when it comes to Charizard Mega Y, it's still the fire flying type. So okay. it'll get the double damage from rock as usual. Okay. Everyone else, you got to depend on something else. Yeah. Uh, ta -ta -ta -ta. There's uh, 
Rockstar, Rockstar Stone Age T-Tars from back in the day? Oh, yeah. Them come and on, especially with the Rock Wrecker for Rhyperior, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me see if I can get the Google. I'm looking up Mega Pokemon, not Meg Stallion. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Google. Mega Pokemon Evolutions. I know someone's evolved them, so I'm trying to find the exact numbers on the reductions per. Because I know for Mega Beedrill, it goes from 100 to 25. Okay. Okay. So it's not bad. But then again, right now, Mega Beedrill is only available from the quest line. Because there isn't another way to get Mega Beedrill candy. Because it's not in raids. Only the other ones are. Which means that other Pokemon, other Megas will be introduced throughout the the Mega Week, the Mega Month that's coming up. They might as well do all of them. They will, but they got to drip feed it as much as they can because... I was going to say, it's not anything. They, they, they drip drop <laughs> content as much as they possibly can. Yeah, we're up to Generation I, I miss, 5. I miss the days of OBT Dub Gen 2's here. Boom, everybody's <laughs> have at it. Well, that was because that was the only thing they had. They didn't have they didn't have the server stability or the yeah. to actually maintain everything as it was, so they had to throw new Pokemon because that's just an extra graphic and extra thing to catch. Yeah. Okay. So the initial evolution for Mega Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise is two hundred. But after that, it's 50 energy per evolution. So everyone's that, okay. everyone that is looking at the 200 evolution cost at first, that's only the first one. After that, yeah. it's one raid per mega, which will last you an entire afternoon of raiding. Is that, is that how long it lasts? It's just a day, basically? Four hours, to be exact. Okay. Part of the complaint is that a lot of people are... A lot of people want to add, have it be a 24-hour time frame, mm-hmm. which would be okay, but it might make people, I don't know, either way. I think four hours is a good time frame. Yeah. Because anything that's evolved, it can be your only mega for the time frame. So you would have to de-evolve the Pokemon in order to get a new Mega to evolve during that time. Okay. So you wouldn't be able to Mega evolve each starter just one at a time. And people got a problem with that, too. Yeah. In the main series, how many Megas can you really do per battle? I I don't think I played any of the Mega uh, Mega series that had the Megas in them. What was that, Jordan? What is it, one? It's typically one per battle. That's what I thought. Because it makes sense. It's something, I forget the exact thing. I I wasn't too heavily into Megas, which Megas are essentially the endgame feature that Pokemon actually ended up bringing into a lot of the games. So it's kind of the endgame, the competitive scene side of the Pokemon series. Which is why, when it comes to the main series games, you could actually just evolve. You can get the single Mewtwoite or Charizardite or Charizard Xite, whatever right. they want to call it. That way, you can just evolve that whenever you like. Right. Then there wasn't raiding. There wasn't an end game in Pokemon Go. It's just being competitive. Yeah. So there was no. If you were to introduce another grind at the end of the game for a Pokemon series game, then they wouldn't do it. So they have the simple collection thing of being a special signifier, a special item from there, which is why for Pokemon Go, which Pokemon Go is running off of the Pokemon company's advice 90% of the time because... Right, yeah, I knew that. It's all of their information. It's all of their... 
Niantic is sometimes just the middleman when it comes to a lot of it. A lot mm-hmm. of the visions, a lot of the things that are implemented are mainly from the Pokemon company. That's why there's no in-game chat feature. Because the Pokemon company doesn't let them. Said, said because no. Niantic knows how strong the community can be by itself. And they want to incentivize that the best that they can and incentivize teamwork, which an in-game chat feature is vital towards that. Mm-hmm. But friends list was the closest they could get at the moment. Okay. Especially that online feature, which a little buggy, but it's getting a bit better. So people can see when you're online taking care of things. Yeah. Um, let me see what else there is. Okay. Ooh, I love Cerebi. They have the exact information. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> keep in mind that Shadow Pokemon and Clone Variant Pokemon are not eligible for Mega Rate Mega Evolution. So that's the other part for that. Okay. But the shinies are, and there are special shiny variants for that, like we went over in our previous video. And they have their own special shiny hotness when it comes to the mega forms. And even if you guys look ahead, Gengar goes to be a white ghost when it does mm-hmm. its mega evolution, which is one of those notable changes that everyone harps on that okay, they, the shinies for the rest of the game needs to be changed as well, as cool as Gengar turned out for that. Uh, da, 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 da. The attack bonus in raids is actually 33% for the Mega Pokemon itself, and then 10% boost to all the Pokemon in the raid that match its type. Okay. I wonder, they're not that specific, so it might actually be that if it's a the same type, it'll get the attack bonus, so it wouldn't be based off of the moves. So right. all of your other bug types or Mega Beedrills would be boosted from there. So having a Mega Beedrill in with Venusaurs would give the 10% buff for any grass types, for the grass moves that it has and may be using. Oh yeah, that's confusing. Would it be so if it's the if it's a is it just the moves then, or is it only if it's a Pokemon who shares a type using that same type move? I think it might be like a. It's probably like a kinship type thing, where I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with. That's how it is right now. Either way, it's a 10% boost, and yeah. you have a 50-50 chance that it'll boost the right things for you. But I've, I was noticing that when some people were bringing in their Mega Pokemon with them, the suggested Pokemon would do like every other when it comes to what should be used in the raid. So it would basically use a something for the weather or the best move set to go up against that Pokemon, that raid Pokemon's move set. And then it gave a Pokemon that was buffed by the mega in the raid. So I would get going up a Venusaur. I was being suggested a Metagross and then a Dragonite. Okay. Because the other Pokemon that was being used was a was a dragon or was the dragon fire version of Charizard. The Charizard X. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, so we went over that. During that four-hour time frame, if you equip the Mega Pokemon as your buddy, it will be out on the field with you while you're running around the town, whatever you want. That's cool. It'll show up next to you. You can take AR photos with it. But you can only take the AR photos if it's Mega Evolved. So, yeah, that's obvious, yeah. It has to be Mega Evolved. So if you go right. past that four-hour time frame, then you have to Mega Evolve it again in order to get the a nice AR snapshot that you want. I'm kind of pushing towards, if you have a best buddy of that type, 
you should be able to mega evolve for free for the AR photos. And some other people were actually in favor for the mega decks to actually... So there's an all <laughs> section of the Pokédex for megas. So you can see which ones you've already evolved and gotten already. That way you can be the collector that we all want to be. Collect them all. Gotta collect them all. Or, yeah. <laughs> you gotta. Catch them all. <laughs> the Some people have been pushing for... Since it's pretty much already the same graphic, just use the Mega Pokédex and allow okay. that to be added to AR snapshots. So you, instead of summoning your Pokémon that's already Mega Evolved, just go into the Mega Pokédex, summon that Pokémon, that way you don't have to waste the Mega Candy. Yeah, that makes sense. Which, when it comes to a lot of us AR photographers, it would save us a lot of inventory space if we didn't need to keep one of everything. Yeah, for real. Because us hoarders are already hoarding everything for the possibility of trading it. Mm-hmm. Which, come to think of, I finally traded a chat tot to someone. And <laughs> I had already gone through my St. Louis catches because... Because I was figuring, okay, everyone that was ready for quarantine probably already did it or they got their chat top from someone and no one was asking about them. And then someone finally asked about it. And I said, yeah, I have one. And then the chat blows up, everyone looking for one. And like, oh, okay, yeah, well, I have a few left and I have one that's PVP. I have one that's a best buddy. So I'll hook you guys up. I got you. And as a trade, I got a shiny Dratini out of it. And I was happy about that. It's only been my second shiny Dratini. Really? I got one on Community Day for Dratini, the original one. Okay. And that had been the only shiny Dratini I had seen for the entire course of any... Anything, basically. I think (laughs) I'm up to like 800 catches or hatches, especially when it comes to what's the name when it comes to Dratini's and still no shiny for a while there, I was wondering if it was even still in the game, like the way that shiny Krabby was actually out and then it just wasn't out a little while. Yeah. And then they were like, Oh, did anyone, has anyone called a shiny Krabby recently or at all <laughs> since like the first week it came out and like, they were like, no. And then an Iantic comes out and they're like, Oh, it should Come be available in. now. It's in there. there go. <laughs> we put the wrong switch again. <laughs> but I guess other people couldn't be crabby because they didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Any other mega complaints you guys wanted to bring up? I, again, I haven't really messed with it, so I, I don't have any legitimate complaints at the moment. I'm sure I will soon. Well, that could be a mega complaint in its own, that you have to be out and you actually have to use a remote raid pass if you get invited, if you're lucky enough to have friends that are able to do that. Well, that that hit home. You just said lucky enough to have friends. (gasps) Yeah, that's me usually. (laughs) (laughs) Peter, you were getting all the invites. Get out of here. (laughs) That's because I'm I'm spending 90% of the coin on there, so... They know that when I get an invite, that I'll 90% of the time accept it if I'm not at work or anything like that. Once in a blue moon, I'll get an invite the second I go on to break, and I'm like, oh man, this is perfect. It's all like Donkey Kong. <laughs> or a Pokemon equivalent of Donkey Kong. Uh, Great. It just came out. Or, or, Oranguru? Yeah, Oranguru. I, I was thinking that. of the grass starter from the newest generation. I don't even know what Pokemon that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was one of the Gen 6 Pokemon for Oranguru, but Gen 8. Or maybe it was Gen 8 as well. The most recent one, the Sword and Shield one. I, I definitely don't know. <laughs> I was like, that's way past my... It's the drummer one. Man. 
Yeah, whatever. It's not important. We'll go over it another time. <laughs> no, we're doing it now. No. <laughs> I only have so much time to edit out. Come on, guys. All right, all right. <laughs> I think a lot of the complaints could probably be subsided by Niantic actually putting remote raid passes into an actual box. That way people get more of a value out of that 250 <sighs> coin. Because you save 50 coin from it but it still averages out to about 93 coin per pass. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, when it comes to one of the bigger boxes, the, the 1480s, if you factor in all the other items in there as well, it's about a 53% change. Math on the fly sucks, don't mind me. It's like a 53, or if just the passes, it goes to 83 so it's about a 20 coin difference depending on what you're actually going for. But okay. you get items that you're going to be able to enjoy the rest of the game too. Yeah. Which I guess technically speaking, if you're only using remote raid passes, then you don't need those other items. Why are you going to be hatching stuff from home? Mm -hmm. Yeah, go fig. But anyway. So the other thing that came out with the Mega Raids was the speed bonus. This speed bonus is something that kind of got overshadowed by all the Mega complaints and everything. But <laughs> in Mega Raids, that speed bonus gives you extra Mega Stones. But in normal Raids, it gives you extra Premier Balls. Okay, makes sense. So it's just an extra bonus to get you extra chances towards beating the raid. So it means that you should group up with the other people because one, you'll get more items. Two, you'll get more premier balls. Three, having friends is nice. We have, we've established that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're all on my friends list too, so. Yeah. The other change as well is the raid eggs changed around. So there's no longer any two-star, no longer any four-star. So the eggs of the similar color, the pink and yellow, were absorbed by the other ones. So all the one-star raids are also two-star, one-star, whatever you want to call them. Threes and fours are mixed together. Five star is just heat ran, so you know you can just run from that one. <laughs> Which I'm kind of pushing that maybe enough people will complain and they'll actually do the mega, do a mega raid hour this week. That'd be nice. Just a regular heat ran raid hour. Yeah. But there might be some people that don't have a shiny heat ran yet. Go fake. I definitely don't, but I'm not looking for one, so. Yeah, and if you do PvP, Heatran does actually have a decent typing because okay. it's double weak to ground, but it'll re resist a lot of other things as well because it's fire steel. So Rock will do half damage because right. of steel typing and other things too. <laughs> I don't have the type. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know the type, but top <laughs> my head. So it's fire steel, and it could come in handy when it comes to master or premier league. Okay. Starting this week because master league is still going on. We got about nine days left of it, so you can jump in there, do some raids, PvP. After you've done some raids for heat ran, if you need some. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, da, 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 da. What else is there? One more change is the spawn points were buffed mm -hmm. or spread out for some. Yep. So a handful of us that are rural, don't really have too much stuff going on around us, had an extra couple points added around. I know my neighborhood has about five throughout the other neighborhood, and then my house added... Three more, luckily. That's a hit. <laughs> yeah. It must be because I'm probably like the only one that plays. Yeah. <laughs> because I used to go on a run. I used to do the run zombies run all the time. 
and uh-huh. I ran around the neighborhood with an incense on. And I had noticed that after the spawn points were changed, like maybe six, seven months ago, something like that, when I was doing the run zombies run, spawn points were added along that run path. Okay. Spawn points were also added at home because I would always turn on an incense and 80% of the time forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because incense gets boring. Especially when it was just five minutes or so. Yeah, when you got to wait that long between each one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes. I could do a couple dishes in the middle and then switch my music and then get stuck into the show hole and just divert. (laughs) But hey, it happens. I've been enjoying my spawns. Oh, a Chansey? Or is that your buddy? No, that was a wild Chansey spawn. Oh, Oh, nice. Yeah. Man, what are the chances? <laughs> Enjoying them. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see what else is there. I think that so was spawn point. points were changed. Apparently with the urban areas as well, they were spread out. So there might be some urban areas that just had them gone. But they did add in that the Pokestop spawns should have increased when it came to there as well. That way... Okay people could enjoy where they could, but they're not going into other people's houses or neighborhoods that into those shady neighborhoods that don't have any Pokestops because that's a crying angel for a reason. Yeah, I probably could have prepped more. It happens. So, for the augmental idea, it's a bit mental. At least that's what the predictive text had tried making me change it to. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, the idea is that when a raid happens, we'll call it legendary influence for now. Or a gang mentality or... What's the Pokemon move? The gang up move. Although, talking about a gang up, if you're... Oh, well, like beat up? Yeah. Yeah, like that. We can't exactly have people talking about that. Oh, I I used to love that move back in the day because you got to use all your Pokemon in one shot. (laughs) Nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Um, But the other part of it would be... So the raid influence would happen. A raid... The uh, general idea is that when a raid happens... Pokemon will spawn based off of that Pokemon's type or whatever lore you want to think of. Maybe it's Mewtwo and Dark types are spawning because they thought they could beat up the Mewtwo better. Or if it's a an Ice type, Rock types, Fighting types. Or other Ice types are spawning because... Or maybe each tier is a little different. So let's say that rank 1 eggs would spawn Pokemon of the same type because that little one needs the extra help. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the, the yellow eggs, the tier three raids, those ones are the ones that are going to counter that Pokemon's type. And once that raid gets defeated or maybe halfway through or at hatch, maybe there's one for an egg, one at hatch, halfway through, and then once that raid is completed all the way, if raids were completed at all. It can be a little tricky to track, but I know Niantic has that that information. Mm -hmm. Plus, it incentivizes people to actually go out and go to the raid instead of just relying on raid passes or other people there. Or anyone that's just hanging out in their car that probably doesn't need to. Especially since gyms can't actually have an incense on there. So meanwhile, you can be fighting that gym while the egg is going on, but sometimes fighting the gym isn't what you want to do. You want to keep catching Pokemon, getting that Stardust, and possibly more Shinies. Say for 
level five raids, the legendary raids, mm-hmm. those are ones where it could be a mixture of all the different types, or it could have the chance for more rare Pokemon to show up around it. So those more exclusive ones, like the dragon types, the more legendary or based in mythology ones, maybe more dragons or fairies or just ones that don't have the chance because they're not in the raid right now. These are just general ideas, so. Yeah. What do you guys think? Sounds interesting. I like the idea of it, like, if it starts before Mm -hmm. the egg hatches, you can kind of get a hint at what's to come. Like, what's... Because it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, there's no... You don't know what it is until it hatches, but if it's like if it's attracting certain types based on its type, mm-hmm. and you might be able to like get a clue as to what it is. That's a nice twist, yeah. Because the mega e- eggs actually have a color variation on there. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, if you look close enough, like what? the mega Venusaur ones, they have that green tinge to it. The Charizard ones have the red tinge, Blastoise blue. Oh, it's like in the little graphic in the middle, squiggles. Um, and the mega symbol. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't either. I just saw the egg flashing, like changing colors as it's mm-hmm. sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Or does No, I swear I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I know I've taken well, a. I'm story. talking about the actual egg. I'm not talking about the symbol. Yeah, I was talking about the egg, too. Oh, okay. I've only seen ones at work, so don't, uh... Yeah, yeah, it is. Because I have a screenshot of one that turned into a Mega Charizard, and it's pinkish. Okay. Meanwhile, one that was on a Facebook post, I think, was a Blastoise, and it was, like, purplish-bluish, maybe? Okay. Either way, random yeah. stuff. So. Just little Easter eggs, if you will, that Niantic likes to hide in there. <laughs> uh, what else we got? So Niantic acknowledged that the about the PvP letter that was sent out, about all the bugs that were going on, the way that they're addressing them. Yeah. And as we expected, when it comes to any tech problems... You fix one problem, one sprouts up another. That's why they call it bugs. You squash them, and oh, the family's right over there. So, (laughs) (laughs) but it's great to see that Niantic was able to capitalize. Well, not capitalize, but able to acknowledge that there was a problem that a lot of people were upset and corrected and let them know exactly what was going on, and the fact that they've increased their efforts as as well, talking about how they've increased the quality assurance testers that they have doing PvP for them, which they're not the ones fixing the bugs, they're the ones identifying it. So they've been able to squash some of the other bugs that came up. Okay. But there's only so much you can do with the limited staffing, and you can't divert everyone to test it because right. they're not going to be playing at the level that other people are. And some people take it to a whole new point of cheating that sometimes you can't even fathom it. Yeah. Like, how are you going to be able to anticipate that someone is going to use a jailbroken phone with 10 times more frames per second and be able to sync up a go battle league battle with both of the phones at the same exact time it's just really tricky but they did it they figured it out and other people were able to figure it out as well and nip that in the bud word um, like a nightmare but all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's a tech life for you uh da-da-da-da. What else was it? Hmm. 
spawn points. Oh, right. So Niantic went over... I'm jumping around. I'm sorry, guys. You're good. Um, the Mega Week... Mega Festivities is going to be a month-long thing. What? One month. September? Yeah, September. Oh. How did I miss this information? I guess I didn't read that deeply. Oh, no, I did. I just wasn't paying that much attention. After Heat Ran, Cresselia will be in five-star raids again. And then it'll be Articuno and Zapdos the weeks after that. No Moltres, so sorry, Valor. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It'll probably be in the next month, so... But the... My speculation with that one is actually that I think the Crown Tundra expansion comes out probably mid-September, right around the time that Articuno, Moltres will, Articuno Zapdos will be out. So they okay. get that extra push for people to go back and play Sword and Shield for the expansion again mm-hmm. as just a nice bonus for that. Um, yeah, so they're not going to be doing anything too crazy in means of events and bonuses because you don't want to keep people playing Pokemon Go too much because Pokemon Company wants them to play the expansion. Yeah. Because honestly, we had so much stuff going on in means of all the other stuff, I didn't even play the other expansion. I I haven't yet either. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one. But I definitely want to. It seems... Kubfu seems fun. Yeah. And the different ways that the way the different ways that it evolves seems to be nice. Jordan, I know you have to go soon. Did you want to bring anything up? Any mega speculation? Mega Mawile. Oh yeah. That's that's Gen 3, but definitely yes. Maybe they'll speed things along after the expansion comes out. So they may be doing an extra one each month. An extra few each month. Okay. So for the first week, starting September 1st, it will be the... They recommend your goal will be to complete as many Mega Raids as you can. Gather Mega Energy to evolve Mega Pokemon and feel like a hero in your raid battles. So that'll probably be a just complete as many raids as you can, and then it'll unlock a new Mega. So they'll probably unlock a new Mega each week. That'd be cool. I would probably say that Pidgeot might be the last one. Sounds like a good way for them to bring Beedrill into the into the raids. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Probably be the first one they do. Well, ideally, there should be enough buzz about raids going on that they wouldn't need Mega Beedrill just yet, but... Buzz buzz? I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so in order of the Pokédex, it would be Mega Beedrill, which is already in the quest line. Yeah. Mega Pidgeot, then Mega Alakazam, Mega Slowbro, Mega Gengar, Mega Kangaskhan, which... Nobody's getting that. Yeah, that that would be a tough one. Yeah. But if you've played a good amount of time, you've got him at this point. Yeah, there's... Well, we had... Two of the Ultra Weeks were actually based off of that, and the first one was seven kilometer eggs, and then the second one was chance at it being shiny. But with it being a regional, they that might have been the raid invite lock that they were talking about in a few raids, in a few data mines. Yeah. So we might not be able to get Mega Kangaskhan in every area. Unless you go to Australia. Exactly. And some of us have it already, which is part of the reason why some people, they don't want all the Mega Pokemon to show up in raids because... 
just like that stuff is going to happen where it ruins the, the ex- exclusivity of the regional Pokemon by introducing them through there. But they could very easily just introduce a, a quest line so that you get one of them. No, they need another feature. Which I was trying to toy with things and use a silver pineapple on a Weedle and see if I get extra Beedrill candy just in case there was a bug. No, I caught it, got the six candy, but it was just regular candy. All right. Cool. Thanks, Jordan. I'll I'll catch you later. Thank you. Yeah, man. Take it easy. And yeah, so I feel like they might be able to introduce Mega Slowbro when the expansion comes out, depending on. I would think so, especially since they've uh, featured Slowbro pretty heavily in the expansion, like the hype up to the expansion. Mm hmm. Or Slow slow Poke, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I think if it goes as I'm speculating, where it's a different mega each week so that yes. they don't do that much of a drip feed, then right. the first week ending the seventh would be mega Pidgeot. Then the second week would be mega Alakazam. Third week could be mega Slowbro. And then the fourth week, ending the 28th, could be Mega Gengar. Unless they try to save that for October only. I was just saying, they might want to push Mega Gengar out to October. They're almost there anyway, so. Yeah. So they may do Pinsir. Pinsir or Mega Gyarados before that then? Because Mega Kangaskhan, I think there's going to be a region lock on that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's iffy. But it's all speculation, so we'll figure out from there. And hopefully they'll give us more information come this week. Maybe before the week actually happens. So probably Monday we'll get that nice bit of information before it slops over to... uh, What's the name? Before it slaps over to September. And it has like a... a, a a theme for each each week. So the first one, September 1st through September 7th, is Mega Raid Battles. We talked about that. Um, Friday the 11th through September 17th will be about using Mega Pokemon you got from the first week mm-hmm. in the different kinds of battles. And then the last one is September 22nd through the 28th, and that's a Mega Evolution event week in about the, the, buddy, the Go Buddy system. So... They're kind of mixing it up a smidge for each one of the weeks. Yeah, so that still holds water with what we were talking about, where yeah, yeah. Gengar still is saved for October and stuff like that. Right, exactly. And it kind of spreads it out just a smidge more to keep it from, you know... Well, I think we talked about it last week, event fatigue, where it just seems like it's always yeah, happening. So just give us a couple days break in between. We'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Especially... Especially since we just had uh, the Unova Week and the Mega Rewards and all that, which were full on back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. Well, the... What's the name? Those events are always going to be... Just... It feels as as though they come too fast right after GoFest. Because I think they're doing the tail end of GoFest too fast. Yeah. Maybe it's that they're trying to keep the hype alive or cover up for problems that they had in the past. Which... What? Problems <laughs> at GoFest? No way. I mean, that's kind of been the ongoing thing, so it just it happens. Yeah. I have the dates for the Mega Week whatever celebration. If we wanted to bring those up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. I like okay. to just do them week by week because otherwise okay. it just becomes like info dumps. Okay. No, no I'm just. I was just saying, like it's it's announced which, like what's focused on which week, but they're not doing like this one September first through September seventh, and then the next ones, 
11 through the 17th. Uh, 17th. So they're not back to back to back. Like they're not. So there's only three. There's only three. There's not four. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We'll go over this in the augmented sinks individually each time as we're getting closer to it. But there's a few events that are going on throughout September. Victini Research will be coming back or coming out for anyone that didn't attend uh, GoFest. If you attended GoFest and completed the Team Rocket, whatever. Anyway, so if you didn't complete the research for Team Rocket <laughs> for GoFest, because you didn't attend it, or you you should have you should have at least gotten it, and it would have changed or been more difficult for you later on. Anyway. So the Victini research yeah. is coming out for everyone else, the free-to-play player players maybe, and it'll be coming out for everyone as well, but the end reward will be extra Victini candy, just like they always do for any of the GoFest attendees that are looking towards yep. completing the research because we need extra things to do. They'll get the yes, extra candy always. and other bonuses that are already in there. We already went over Alolan Raichu in the research. There will be a... Yeah. Every week of September will be a new raid boss. We went over that as well. Go Battle Night mm -hmm. is coming. Thursday, September 24th, will be the first ever Go Battle Night from 6 p.m., to 11.59 your time p.m. will be Go Battle Night where if I remember correctly you can complete over 100 PvP matches or is it over 500? It's not over 9,000. But yeah. So basically... Over 9,000. <laughs> You'll be able to complete as many PvP matches as you like during that time frame. It'll be during your local time frame. So hopefully you don't overlap with a, another area that has a big time frame. Hopefully you don't overlap with other people. Because usually it always happens. The Asia-Pacific areas will often get bugged out together because they're playing at the same time. Europe will have a small niche with that as mm -hmm. well. But that could be why they're doing it at this time of the night because other people won't be available for it. I don't know. And I forget the exact bonuses. They'll tell us when we get closer to it. We're like a month away or a week after I actually upload this. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Partially not. Um, but now I'm going to try and get this out as soon as possible. Uh, what else? Oh, right. And the last bit of news before we blast off. Team Rocket, Jesse and James will be blasting off at the end of September. So if you're going for that Shadow Ekans or Coughing, make sure you jump in there, take them down as many times as you can, and maybe you'll get that Shadow Shiny or good luck if and when they come back or if they just get introduced to regular Team Go Rocket battles. But still, get it while you can. It's free. It is. Uh, it helps with the most because it's, it's two battles back-to-back. -back, so. Yeah, it's simple there. Thank you, everyone, for making it to the end of the podcast. This has been Augmented Naturally. We're nothing without you. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. And if you want to stay tuned, here comes the Augmented Sync. Okay. For the Augmented Sync next week. Okay. Week of... I feel as though it works better this way. So, week 36 of 2020. It can't end any sooner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, week 36... You get a little bit of August left. So if you're looking for another Scraggy, make sure you complete your special research 
I got one more tomorrow. Special field research, yep. Complete that before August ends or before 1 p.m. PST time on September 1st. Otherwise, after 1 p.m. PST time, it will switch to Alolan Raichu. Now, keep in mind that both of these Pokemon are very good when it comes to PvP metas, as they have some unique typings, have some good combos, have nice movesets with them. Scraggy doesn't have a shiny, no. Alolan Raichu does, though. So if you're one of those shiny hunters that want extras, there you go. Wait till September. If you're just looking for better PvP IV Pokemon, give it a try. But when it comes to the research Pokemon, they're going to be level 15, and their stats are going to max out. Their, their minimum stats will be 10, 10, 10. So you won't get a perfect PvP IV unless you're looking for Ultra or Master League, but just food for thought for you guys. Yeah, and you can always trade it to try, try to take it down. Exactly, yeah. Reroll it. Yep. On Tuesday... September 1st, it just so happens it happens to be. Eevee will be the spotlight hour from 6 p.m. your local time to 7 p.m. your local time. That bonus will be double XP. Actually, is it double XP catch or double XP? Why did I not write it down? Because I don't care about XP. And... <laughs> We had a two-day Eevee community day. It's a little hard to care about Eevee, but... It's still my ongoing favorite, but I stopped up. I know what you mean. (laughs) In a a big way. I got got designated Shinies for all of the eventual Eevee Lucians coming out, like, ready to rock. Yeah, unless you're going for the big collection of 100% of each one, which can be a little tricky. That's tough. Yeah, I think... I think I'm just missing Jolteon. I think I might Rondos. have to 100% Vaporeons because one I caught out in the wild. It was crazy. It was Outward. just... I was driving. I had stopped at a stoplight and it was during some random spawn. It was during some random spawn and there was a Vaporeon by a KFC. So I was like, yeah, you're going to fry over there. So let me catch <laughs> I caught it. And it happened to be 100%. Oh, wow. And it was decent IVs because it was raining. So just because this makes great audio information. (laughs) Really? Oh, duh. I forgot the plus sign. Yeah, I have. Okay, I only have one of them. But the, <laughs> I have two hundred percent EVs that I haven't done anything with yet because I don't know if I want to risk being a Jolteon or if I want right. to have an Espeon or Umbreon, Leafeon, Glaceon. The choice right, is I got you. possible. I think your best bet off the jump is Glaceon. Yeah. I think it's a. Uh... But then after that, it's you know, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, I would probably do an Umbreon because it's my favorite. Oh, word. There you go. Um, I had an E next to it, so I was probably thinking Espeon if I was uh-huh. doing more solo raids and stuff like that. But really, the EV possibilities are endless. <laughs> uh-huh. You could go on for well, it's a lot of people's favorite because it's just uh, untapped potential. Yeah. Which, you know, it's funny. Some people use Eevee as not having a lot of potential because you only have a certain amount of options. Which, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's true, but all the other Pokemon only have two evolutions from there, so... Yeah, they don't have options. You can just keep going. Uh Uh-huh. The thing is with Eevee, too, is in the future, there's always the possibility of more evolutions. So it's like... Yeah, I would love that. Mm-hmm. I have seen and I enjoy a lot of the EV... The concept art? Oh. Yeah. 
on TikTok, I saw a, what if Evie was evolved by a pizza stone? <laughs> so <laughs> it basically looked like a, it was almost a Flareon because it had the red and the red and yellow on it. Okay. And then it had a huge slice of pineapple on its head and then other toppings spread throughout its body. And I was kind of like mm, a little tongue in cheek, but yeah, it's, it's got that flavor there. So. <laughs> I'll try to see if I can find it. <laughs> um, Algen on YouTube. Nogan on YouTube had this theory going over why there won't be any more evolutions. Okay. The reason why other evolutions came out was because other types were introduced and the types were changed up from there. So basically being that all the evolutions were actually special attack types. You saw the video? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. <laughs> so basically being that there aren't any physical attack types as the evolutions are there. So that's why Dark was introduced and Psychic to meet that as well. Psychic became a special type when Generation 2 came out which is why Eevee had the evolution for it. And when Fairy came out, that was a new special type, special attack type introduced, which is why Eevee was then able to get an evolution from there. Okay. But unless they introduce a new typing, then based off of that scheming, Eevee wouldn't be able to get a new typing from there. But, um, yeah, I kind of subscribe to that. But like we were saying, I love all the different types of EV and the possibilities for it. But that's just our random banter for EV and my love for EV. So. <laughs> Had to do it. Tuesday is the ca double catch XP. And Wednesday, September 2nd, yeah, will actually be the raid hour again which I believe it will still be heat ran. So if you still need a shiny, make sure you get out there, do some raids, use your regular passes or remotes. That's up to you guys. Depends on how much you actually want shinies. So that's up to you. And like we went over a little bit ago, heat ran, good in PVP here and there, unique typing. Might just need better movesets down the line, but otherwise it's out there. The... During this week, we don't know the exact information just yet, but it will be the Mega Week where they may increase the amount of Mega Raids that show up because they want you to complete as many Mega Raids as possible. And there may be a reward for completing a certain amount of Raids during this week. So maybe if the community does over a million Raids during this week, Niantic will introduce a new Mega. Our speculation and our money would be on probably Mega Pidgeot. Or if you're keeping with a rating theme with it, it could be Mega Alakazam, which, yeah, could be cool. Which I would dig. Yeah. I mean, I don't That's know who needs to eat that much ice cream that fast, but hey, he's got it. <laughs> And other than that, until Niantic introduces more information, don't really know exactly what will be happening. One thing you can kind of figure is if it's based off a of Mega Pokemon, the other Mega Pokemon will be possibly increased during this time frame. Which means you may start seeing more Bulbasaurs, more Squirtles, more Charmanders, more Weedles. I know I've seen a handful more. More Pidgeys, Abras, Slowpoke, yeah. Gengar maybe, Pinsir, Magikarp, uh, Aerodactyl, that's a bit iffy. I don't know if they'll really increase spawns for them. 
Onyx. Onyx yeah, for does have a, that, but, huh? a Mega Form as well for Mega Steelix. Mega Scissor. Uh, Heracross Gen 2. That's a Regional 2, so we'll see. Houndour. Sceptile. Torchic. Mudkip. I know you like Mudkip, so. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> Sableye. Mawile is not showing up in raids, but I mean in the wild, but it may show up in raids again. And these are just a lot of the... This is just a handful of the Pokemon that could be showing up in the wild. And once we actually see if they do, we'll see. Maybe we'll have an add-on episode yep. and just update from here. Been trying to add these. Let's see what actually pops out. I forgot about Magikarp. His, his Mega is dope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it loses that flying typing, so you're not four times weak to electric. You do gain the weakness to right. fighting, but really that depends on what you're going up against. So, And the augmented sync here. Thank you all for joining. Good balls, good calls, good luck. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye.